0: Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the toast. And happy Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Turdy says it's Friday.
1: Kirby says
0: it's Friday
1: and so does the calendar. It's a beautiful day. We made it to the weekend, the holiday weekend. I know, this feels so good. Feels so good, everyone. Feels so good. And also, Claude, a little fun fact about you and I today is that we are both wearing rails.
0: Oh, Meg, you're wearing rails too? Yeah, my sweater is rails. Well, it's a little chilly in New York. It's raining two days in a row. Uh, It feels personal. It feels personal. That's sweet. No, it feels personal. Theo got groomed yesterday. The second his grooming was over, oh. rain. Rain. Oh, they're coming for Theo. They're It feels personal. It feels
1: targeted. It isn't it always? Isn't it always? Isn't someone always targeting
0: you, Turdy? Uh, actually, yeah. And we're going <laughs> to we're going to get into that later in the show about me being targeted. Yeah. Turdy's under attack. I'm under attack. I'm under attack. <laughs> Today's headline: Turd under attack. Literally. You want to know why? Ever since I kind of became the turdy, people are so jealous of me. Oh, my God. They're obsessed. And everyone wants to be the turd. But they're all irrelevant uglies. And I am the actual turd. The one. The only turd. I did a Q&A yesterday and someone was like, have you ever thought about getting your gums fixed? And like, I think they were trolling me um, because like, don't get me wrong. I have a laundry list of insecurities. My gums are not one of them. And like, I think maybe she was trying to create an insecurity for me, but I, it didn't work because I have like, to say what you want. Maybe I got a little bit buck teeth. I got fangs. I don't have gum issues, bitch. No, that's always crazy when people
1: like say something and it's like, oh, I, ne- I literally have been in this body for 30 years and I
0: never realized that that was wrong with me. No, but it's actually like I like there's fact and reality and the reality and the facts are I don't have gum problems. I have uh, a million other issues. I had moles. You know, I've got a back problem. I've struggled with my weight my whole life. Uh, Yeah, my gums ain't one of my issues. Yeah. Or are they? Let me see them. Bitch. Okay, ready? Smile. I've never thought you to be particularly gummy. If anything you know it's been a really long time since I've gotten lip filler and actually in the last like week when I've been looking at the podcast or just pictures of myself I'm like damn I need to get my lips filled. So maybe like she this girl was just like seeing the come down of my lips. Maybe that's what I I was thinking I
1: love when you get lip filler. I think it's really Uh, important.
0: I love getting lip filler too. I just don't like the first couple of days when you're really swollen, like you feel like that's how it's going to be forever. And I just don't like. I look like a little crazy the first week, and then it really settles and and does a nice job because I don't do a lot. But that first couple of days, I'm like, oh my god, what did I do? And like, I know it's going to go down. So
1: turdy, even when you get a haircut and a trim, it's so turdy. What did it's I so do? So turdy. It's
0: that's so, tur- so
1: turdy. It's the it's change th- that she can't stand. It's so true.
0: <laughs> it's so true.
1: You just read me to filth. You read me like a book. No, I not to filth. I just read you. Yeah. No, no. Like... Like a book. Like a book. Speaking of books, I finally finished that fucking book I've been reading for three weeks, The Marriage Portrait, which Dana recommended, which is actually, like, on a list, and it's very buzzy, so I just want to let you guys know, like, if you're seeing it and you're thinking it's something you should read, like, if you usually identify with my taste... Don't do it. Oh my God. It like was so Claudia. Like I can't think of a book. You would hate more. It was so descriptive. There would be whole pages that didn't have like a paragraph indentation. Do you know what I mean by that? Like Ooh. not a quote.
0: Nary That's a it. break. Like a describing
1: break. Lucrezia's dreams. And it's not as if the dreams are germane to the story. Like it was not my favorite 2.5 stars from me. Looking forward to moving on. I'm so glad you got over that hump and mm-hmm. it wasn't even hump day. Yeah. And I kept pushing forward. You're like, Jax, why did you read it? Like, you know, you could have given up at week one. I kept pushing forward because Dana said like, I trust Dana truly. But then it turns out she said, one, you could give up now because the whole book is kind of the same. It doesn't get like much different or better. She was like, two, I only recommended it to you because like, this is your beat. And I like read something historical royalty. So I thought you would like it. So what you're saying is that Dana can't be trusted. What I'm saying is, is that I just, next time she recommends something to me, I'm going to say, why are you recommending this book to me? Yeah. What is the reason? Because you think I would like it or because you liked it? What was the reason? Yeah. What was the reason? So I'm feeling good about that and I'm feeling good. You're also,
0: I know why you're feeling good because yesterday's episode inspired you to actually book a staycation, right? It did. I'm going on a staycation this weekend and I'm so excited. Like not only am I excited for the staycation, but
1: this excitement that, in the days leading up now that I've had, just, like, talking about going to the beach with my boys and, like, mm-hmm. I'm really so excited. I didn't realize how much I needed, like, a little vacation, a little reprieve. And just to staycation. And you live in Florida. Like, a staycation, it's, like, not sad, you know? No, a staycation in Florida is, like, a real vacation. Right. Except it's literally going to be, like, a five-minute staycation. But still, right. I'll take what I can No,
0: get. I'm happy for you. I love that journey for you. Mm-hmm and i'm jealous if i'm if i'm if in the name of honesty turdy should be there i think like you would really love it um, turdy should be there
1: we are going to the beach we'll go to dinner i'm excited
0: and like the fact that i'm missing like i've been there for so many of harry's firsts mm-hmm. and i'm missing harry's first time at the beach it's disgusting it's anti neglect is what it is and it's bruno's first time at the beach bruno deserves the world he does he's such a good brother he's such a good brother it's crazy And he's really kind of taken, you know, The he used to be in the driver's seat. You know, mommy and daddy's number one boy. Now he's in the passenger seat. And he's taken it with stride. I think a lot of other dogs might have had like pride issue. Not Bruno. He knows his place. No, but he takes it out on Theo. Yeah. Because he
1: says, listen, I will always be number two to the little boy. I understand he has needs. But Theo, do not touch my mommy without me there.
0: So true. He's human after all. What can we do? Like our boys just love us so much. And it's like, it's overwhelming. It is. It's overwhelming to be loved so dearly. Dearly, dearly. They're like clearly the way turd has taken on a life of its own. I was looking yesterday when I was in L.A. I did like these little cute content video shoots with Dear Media. I saw. And they've sl- slowly started to post them over the last couple of weeks. And the most recent one went up like yesterday or the day before on their Instagram. The comments. Oh, turd. We love our turd, McTurdia. Like, it is insane. And even in my Q&A yesterday, someone was like, like, let's be real. Like, just be honest with us. Do you dislike, like, being known by turd? And I'm like, no, it really is a term of endearment. I would be honest if something bothered me. Yeah,
1: you would be. I feel like, I don't know if I could handle being called, like, the turd all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is, like, a really cute name when you think about
0: it. No, and like when I see somebody DM me like, hey turd, I don't automatically think, hey feces. Like I don't. Do you know what you I know mean? What? It's just like the snitch. Like she's not a snitch, right, but she right. is the snitch. Right, 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 right. So I'm loving it. Just wanted to unburden myself. And speaking of, we had a episode drop yesterday. Jackie and I, for those who remember our unburden yourselves segment here at the Toast used to weekly segment. Didn't really work for the daily show, but we started to do it in monthly installments yeah, we on Patreon. Just like read
1: your segment be like oh that sucks and move on like now we can really go Dive in deep on every submission and it's so fun
0: and it was like two days before dear toasters and it was like a little too similar to dear toasters yeah um so it just wasn't right but like the segment itself really was a fabulous idea so it's up on our patreon now it was like a monthly thing and we did a video and audio episode and it was fabulous and I made a joke at the end that I thought was so funny. I made Ben watch it, like I my 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 smile joke. You know, like smile. No. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it by saying okay, like. The give me line. more
1: context. Like, what were you talking about? Smile.
0: Like this girl in the front row, smile. Oh my god, so funny! Oh
1: my god, oh my god so I got funny. home.
0: I literally was. Like, ben was like, "How was your day?" I'm like, "I made a joke." That was so funny. And I made him listen to it and he cackled too. I was like really proud of my joke, you know?
1: Yeah. And I was proud of the script that I developed for a romantic comedy. um, Inspired by one of our submissions. Inspired by one of our submissions. Like, I need to see this movie. I'm waiting for James Cameron to call me because I have like a laundry list of things to tell him. and Just add it to the list. I'll be adding that to the list. Love that for you. Starring, maybe, starring Turdy.
0: Or maybe starring me. Yeah, put yourself first, Jax. It's your film.
1: Yeah, like maybe I could be the writer and director kind of like Kelsey Ballerini.
0: Jackie, I was about to use that segue as well. Jackie and I both this morning watched uh, Kelsey Ballerini's short film. We're going to talk about that because she's in the news, SNL, traps Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, that's what's... Bird me watching it because I wanted to talk about how she's going to be
1: on SNL. But it's like, if I haven't listened to the music, like, what am I going to say? And so many people in our comments have been like, you guys have to see this. And I feel like it really has this like grassroots movement movement because I haven't seen. I mean, I check the news every day. I haven't really seen like a lot of any headlines about it and i'm sure if you search her on google they come up but like they weren't on like home pages and stuff mm-hmm. and even the the video the short film on youtube like doesn't ha- doesn't have a million views yet like i feel like it's gaining steam it's giving kind of like olivia rodrigo
0: yeah like very um like like the consumers are going to make this yeah because if moment. you like
1: listen to it it's just like really good quality you know
0: it's yeah. an ep that feels like a real ep it was extremely well done, so we're going to talk about it in our story about Kelsey. It's kind of like the year of Kelsey. She's been, like, everywhere.
1: Yeah, and she'll be on SNL. So let's get into the stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can let's start, start off with dilly. that one. I'll move some things around. We'll start okay. off with that without further ado do do Here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know before the holiday weekend, you guys.
0: And today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down and you may feel overwhelmed or like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the best version of you because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life throws at you. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, it can be kind of overwhelming. A lot of people don't know where to start. BetterHelp is a really great place to start. It is convenient, it's flexible, it's affordable, and it's all done entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge I think a lot of people who are in therapy will tell you it's super normal to like shop around for uh, a therapist before you find one that's right for you because you really need to match with them on like a compatibility level and BetterHelp makes it super easy it's not awkward you don't have to go to like waiting rooms it's also really affordable again it's all done online so you can call you can video you can text with your therapist whenever you need them and it's just a really great um it's a great resource for a lot of people. So if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com toast to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot toast, betterhelp.com slash T-O-A-S-T. There's really never been a better time to start taking care of you. It's like, you know, Leslie Mann said, and this is 40. Oh, no, not this is 40, the other woman. Brain camp. You know, you go to the gym for your body, go to therapy for your brain, start taking care of you today. Today's episode is also brought to you by Stamps.com. 2023 is underway. Do not wait any longer to level up your small business and set yourself up for success. Get ahead of the competition by using Stamps.com to mail and ship. Just a quick shout out to Stamps.com. We've been using them for many, many years. They've been a sponsor of our show for many, many years. They are a fabulous brand because they ensure that everything is easy because life is so hard. And Stamps.com agrees that it shouldn't be that way. So whether you run a small business, you have a lot of shipping needs, just do everything from your at-home computer, print shipping labels. Uh, you can also um, get discounts for, from USPS and UPS from Stamps.com. It's just like literally a no-brainer. I don't know why anyone wouldn't. So you can set your business up for success when you get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code TOAST for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code Turst. No, I'm kidding. It's code Toast. T-O-A-S-T. I have to stop doing that. I know, but it's really hard. Uh, it's it's literally impossible.
1: Are you ready for our first story? Yes. SNL has announced three weeks of SNL lineups. February 25th, Woody Harrelson and the Jack White. March mm-hmm. 4th, Travis Kelsey and Kelsey Ballerini. And then March 11th, Jenna Ortega and the 1975. So, of course, we're very hyper-focused on the Kelsey of it all. Even though
0: the third one is huge, because, like, Jenna Ortega is having this moment, and, of course, the 1975 is, Is, like, huge. uh, Yeah, that'll be a big one, too. Yeah. But Travis Kelsey is the man of the week. And he's hosting SNL, which is, like, kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy, because he's not a, like, certain, like, the Manning brothers have done it. J.J. Watt has done it. People have done it, but I feel like they're usually quarterbacks. Uh... I don't know if J.J. Watt's a quarterback. Yeah, no, he's not. But, like, I don't know. I feel like the, the stars of the football, like, um, teams are always the, the quarterbacks. Like, we always know the quarterbacks' names.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. I feel like he has that personality. Like, he's really – he's always had this personality, I feel like, because of the Super Bowl and the Kelsey Bowl. Like, he's someone that we're kind of fixating on. He kind of reminds me of Gronk, like, in yeah, terms of, yeah, like – Yeah, 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 yeah. But he just is Goofy. that guy. Like, he doesn't have to put on. And I, I wonder – If the Eagles had won,
0: like if Jason would be getting these opportunities... So that was my thought as well. Like, when I saw that he was announced, my initial reaction was like, oh, great. And then I was like, wait, what about Jason? And I'm sure that Jason will be in a sketch. And I'm sure he'll be there with the mom, too. Like, I know it it'll really will be a family affair because they're, like, you know, brothers who support brothers. Mm. But I, I did think, like, oh, well, it's because he lost. Even though, like, Travis is just more of, like, a forward-facing celebrity. I know, but like, I feel we like knew like him before. If Travis lost, he wouldn't be
1: doing. Not that, like, it's like, oh, you lost, you can't do it. But it's, like, because he won, he's, like, on the tour. and
0: yeah. I don't know he was on Jimmy Fallon last night yeah
1: so I just I wonder how things would have played out if Jason had won it literally doesn't matter I think Travis will be great I'm glad that he's getting his shine you know he's clearly not afraid of the spotlight he did his show yeah and I think this is really sweet and the world gets to continue its obsession with the Kelsey brethren and by the world I mean Uh, us
0: can I say something that might be like a hot take sure sure I think a lot of this like overexposure to Travis Kelsey for me is like, it's giving me a little bit of like the ick.
1: How do you feel overexposed?
0: Like, it's just like a lot. And I feel like he's loving it and like leaning in like a little too much. I can't explain it. It's just like with Jason, it feels so like authentic. And with like Travis, it feels like a little forced. I can't explain it. And I have no reason. And I I can't explain it further. But like
1: aside from Fallon and SNL, like what has he done that Jason hasn't? They just do the podcast and they played in the game.
0: No, like, if you look at his social media, I feel like he's, like, playing on, like, the Kelsey Bowl, like, a little more. He's, like, leaning in a lot. Oh, my God. Like, you know, the day of the Super Bowl, posting, like, a montage of, like, childhood photos of him and his brother, which I'm sure was really genuine and sweet. I I, I just, I don't know, something about it. Am I the only one? I'm just, like, all right, like, it's, it's a lot, you know? Like, and I want more Jason. I want more Jason. I want more Jason, but also, like, Travis is a lot. And, like,
1: he's sure. always been this way, so now he has this, like, huge spotlight, and it's, like, it's only going to be more than that
0: no I know but like you know even and I talked about this after the Super Bowl like his post-game interview he was just like talking over everyone and the dancing like he's just starting to like kind of be a lot for me you were feeling that way yeah
1: I feel like he's the right amount for who he is and and this moment for him
0: I feel yeah I I I know that they will but I really do hope they include you know the uh, other brother and Jason and the the Parents like, and I know they will because it's been, it really hasn't even been about Travis, it's been about the Kelseys, yeah. And they are hosting March 4th, so
1: I think that gives enough time for um Kylie to have her baby. I don't think she's oh, yeah. had her baby yet, or if she has, like she just had it and they haven't announced it. Um, so I think Jason could maybe make the trip up to New York. Like, it's not that right, far. right? It's Philly, yeah, it's Philly, it could be done, it could be done. Um, And then also exciting news, Kelsey Ballerini will be the musical guest that night because she just put out her EP, Rolling Up the Welcome Mat, accompanied with a short film that's like a music, one long music video for every song on the EP. I think it's like six songs. And it's all about her divorce
0: from Morgan Evans. All about it. First off, like, I think a lot of people are shipping Travis Kelsey and Kelsey Ballerini. Um, but it is worth noting when she posted on Instagram announcing that she's doing SNL, Chase Stokes commented. So I think her and Chase are, like, very much they're still together. So they are spoken there's, for. So, like, I agree. Like, I would literally live for it. But I also feel like, I don't know, Travis Kelsey's having this moment. I, I don't think he wants to be bogged down. I don't think they're each other's types. I would agree with that, too. Um, so, to the album... I was really, first of all, like I was kind of quaking because Kelsey really didn't say much about the divorce publicly or in her most recent album, Heart First, which is amazing. Um, Subject but to change. Morgan did. Oh, sorry. Subject to change. Yeah, Heart First is the single. But Morgan did. Morgan had performed a song at like a show in Australia and people really responded to it. So he recorded it, like a, the live version, and put it out. It's called Over For You. And it's actually a really good song. I've been listening to it and I enjoy it. Um, and basically, the 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 message of his song is how long has it been over for you? Like, I would have done anything for you. Took a flight through the night to be that shoulder for you, and like you just be didn't that want me.
1: Shoulder for you.
0: Like his song is very much giving like victim energy.
1: Yeah. So or, and you know also what? energy
0: of like I was not the one who chose this. Yes. This was chosen for me. Right. And I loved you more than anything, and I would have done anything for you, and you didn't want it. So when she opens with the song that says "That's when it was over for me," it's clearly like a direct response. Yes. I was kind of quaking. It I was, was like, a, oh damn! There was a lot of direct response marketing in. Oh, I mean,
1: you got you half. Got, I was. If anybody had a question, he ha- got half.
0: And I just want to say, like, the absolute disdain in her eyes when she said that. Like, agreed, agreed. Like taking money from a woman. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was really well done. I think like it wasn't very um difficult to read she was like being very honest it wasn't like subliminal messaging like it was very direct and clear what happened and she does corroborate like she was the one who left but it wasn't because of no reason like there was a laundry list of things and that's what she saying about and it's clear that like she really struggles with it, and maybe she even like feels guilty that she left but like she was so unhappy and sorry yeah so no continue your thought and then I'll give I'll give all mine so the the takeaway for me was that, like, he re- was very much, like, traditional and almost in a way resented her career. I had assumed, like, he resented her career because, like, he wanted the same type of one. But what she was saying is, like, because he was very traditional and wanted, like, you know, make me a plate and let's have kids and white a fence. And her career was one of the things in the way of stopping her from doing that. And that's why he resented her career, not out of jealousy, even though, like, he's also a country artist, so... I don't know how any human being could not.
1: Oh, I didn't get as much of the career resenting stuff. Like, yes, he wanted her to, Why? Ma- when they were playing Monopoly
0: and she got the career card. He,
1: oh, but, and he wanted her to make him a plate and it's like, she's busy, yeah. but you know, yeah. a plate once in a while, it like, can be made. <laughs> um, And you know, she's like holding all the dishes. So it was reminding me actually of Casey Musgraves. Uh, yeah, of course. What was it? Housewife. Uh, Breadwinner. Breadwinner. Um, Like really kind of the same message and it's kind of the same story. And So most of the album is about like her feelings and how she felt in their marriage and how she lost herself and how she felt alone and how she felt like she was pretending and how, you know, the, the love... Fizzled. they grew apart? Yeah. All this stuff, and so I feel like that was really honest. I feel like a lot of people could relate to that feeling. But my overall takeaway was that there was, there's no tea in this divorce. Like, no, yeah, except that he got half. Oh yeah, but like in terms of how, like, what happened yeah. between them, like nothing happened. These are two people who got married young, who grew apart, and who also, which happens to couples all the time. A lot of people, but like when you live with someone, when you're in it every day, and it's the same thing every single day, like you either things actually either get like really bad or you work on it. But mm-hmm. when two people are constantly traveling and then like the thing that binds them, like it just keeps getting weaker. It's like, and they don't have kids. It's like, why would we stay married? Like we're both no, a- you're right. unhappy. And I think both of them we're not ever going to like prioritize making their marriage work over their careers because they have, they're both extremely talented and they're having success. So like, why right. are we going to come home to be miserable in Nashville when right. like there's, things to be done out there in the world and um also as they see the world like they're getting a taste of what they, what could be and it's like right. why am I going again to my penthouse to like go play pretend with my husband who we don't have that much in common anymore and neither of us are yeah. really invested in finding commonality
0: and I think that's really why like the lack of tea it was I think that's why it's it's gaining so much traction from people is because like most people, most divorces are not these like knock down, drag out. You cheated. Like there's not like sometimes people really do just grow apart, and that makes it even harder to explain to your friends and family like what's going on. So I think a lot of people are like really relating to this because it's very normal. It's not you know celebrity like what happened. No, it's just like a, you're right. Two people who got married really young who grew apart. Yeah, and who don't have really any reason to stay together.
1: Because, right. You know. Usually it would be kids or something. And then also kids complicate things. Then you have alimony, custody issues. Um, So it's easier to stay together sometimes. Yeah, but also it makes a, it also makes a divorce more. um, Tricky. Tricky. I don't think this is a tricky divorce. I think she's just saying how she feels. When I finished watching this, I wasn't like, oh, Morgan, you have something to answer for. No, he was just like upstairs playing his guitar and
0: like not really emotionally vibing with his wife. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, I also do wonder if Kelsey would have ever like released this if he had it, like he started it, you know, like he released the song first. Yeah,
1: I feel like no, she did say in the interlude, like, you know, it's like, it's very much like the industry to blame the woman. Mm -hmm. Um, But I didn't feel like until that song where he was like being victim-y that there was any misunderstanding or narrative going around about what happened that was putting the blame on her, you know? I mean, we had right. our theory that like, you know, she's bigger, that's weird. Uh, it was actually not even as interesting as that.
0: Well, so I'm just like really intrigued by, you know, many years ago, a lot of the like big up and coming female country artists all got married in the same year. And they were all married to people significantly less popular than but in, in terms in the, of fame. But country artists as well. But country artists as well. So there was Rustin Kelly and Kelsey Baller- and Casey Musgraves, who are since divorced. It was Morgan Evans and Kelsey Ballerini, who are since divorced. And the last one standing is Marin Morrison and, and Ryan Hurd, and they have a baby, and they seem to be doing really well. And of course, I don't get those vibes from them. Like I feel like with Kelsey and Casey,
1: it was always like they're not physically together. No, they were always showing up to like these major career milestones by themselves. Yeah, like Ryan Hurd is really always
0: with Marin. Always with Marin, and they do songs together, and he always shows up to support her, and she always shows up to support him. You and that's what another key takeaway from the short film was like you really never know what's going on in a marriage, but from what I see of Ryan and Marin, they seem to be really happy.
1: Yeah. And so, I, I, like, I thought it was i thought it was really well done. I think the songs are beautiful. I look forward to listening to yeah. them without. And I feel like if I listened to them without watching the video, I wouldn't have heard everything, you know, because you get mm-hmm. distracted. But I was, like, laser focused. I was like, she said this. He did that. Yeah. This is what happened. So I feel I'm glad that she put out a whole video, and I think it was a really cool way to drop an album. Um, I don't think anyone's ever done a whole al- album as a short film. Correct me if I'm wrong. At least not one that I've seen not a short film
0: like Beyonce's Lemonade, but it was all the music videos yeah it was it's like a visual album yeah but this is like what, uh one YouTube video 20 minutes yeah yeah I thought that was cool yeah I thought it was cool too I wasn't expecting it I th- honestly thought she wasn't going to talk about it really that much but he definitely started it I guess
1: so but yeah yeah I just don't want everyone to like go and give him a hate now because I I I don't think... No, I don't think that's what she wants either. No, no. But that's what the internet does,
0: you know? I know, I know. Remember, like, Olivia Rodrigo? Like, what... Where's Joshua Bassett? Is he okay? Oh, my God. Have you not heard? No. So, remember, he came out as queer. Yeah. Then, like, a week ago, he, like, had been kind of silent on social media, and he came back and was like, I have found Christ. I feel so happy and good And then his church released video footage of him getting baptized. And I think a lot of people were deeply moved by it. Then it turned out like the church is like a conversion therapy church. People don't know what's going on with Joshua Bassett and if he's okay. He released a statement being like, I didn't know that they did conversion. I really, I don't know. But there's a lot going on with Joshua. To further my point. Right. Like we can. No, I think about that a lot. We can take one
1: person's experience and support them and how they're feeling. And it doesn't mean we have to dump on another
0: the unintended consequences of like the, the songwriting. And I think a lot of people do it. Cause I think they see people being really successful at it. Like Olivia Rodrigo, like Taylor Swift, they make it really clear who they're talking about. And they don't think about the vitriol that gets sent that person's way. I mean, Sabrina Carpenter. Yeah. And she's a queen and she handled the whole thing with such class and elegance. And she's really having a moment now. Her music is so good, but like justice for her. And, You know what? Like a little bit of responsibility on Olivia Rodrigo for not encouraging people to stop. Yes. But I will
1: also say that when Olivia Rodrigo put out that song, she never thought people would care in the way that they do. It was just like a a young girl, like writing her truth and Her, her diary. You know, it's not like she could have ever foreseen
0: that sort of backlash. No, of course. But she could have, she could have like done something.
1: Yeah. Especially since like she said, like he didn't cheat on her. He just like, They broke up and and then he started dating someone else.
0: Like it was extremely. And she was upset. It was extremely kosher. She was upset.
1: Yeah. So you're allowed to write about your feelings.
0: Of course. No, but that's like the culture now. It's like the mob.
1: The mob. And it's like. Figuring
0: it out. Calm down. Everyone seriously needs to get a fucking life.
1: Like, just because something is good and we want to support someone doesn't mean that there's like an equal and opposite bad person that needs to be. Attacked. I mean,
0: Selena and Haley. Selena and Haley. I don't even know what that TikTok drama is. I could tell you because it's literally irrelevant and it's a good segue into our next story, which I think is about Selena, right? It will be now because you're just
1: moving my stories around today. So organic we are. So
0: organic. So the Selena and Haley thing is Selena. Um, had posted a TikTok or, or something just talking about um, actually, you know what? I don't even remember what it was, but like Sel- people were like coming for Selena for something. Like I think it was her uh, appearance and then totally separate. Sel- uh, Haley Bieber made a TikTok with her friends to that sound. Um, I'm like botching the recap of this. I just can't remember. Uh, just give me a second. Okay. I don't want to, like, you know, start something I can't finish.
1: I understand, turdy. That's not
0: like you. Okay. So Selena got body shamed after wearing... Oh, Selena got body shamed after wearing a bikini on vacation, and then, like, a few days later... Kendall, Justin, Justine Skye, and Haley Bieber posted a TikTok on Hailey Bieber's page to that sound. And I'm not saying she deserved it, but God's timing is always right. Which is just like a really popular sound. I don't think that like Hailey Bieber's like keeping up on what the backlash to Selena is the, of the day. And everyone, and then somebody, you know, a fan account was like, How could Haley post this? <laughs> and Selena commented on that. Yeah, victimy victim me like, I don't let stuff like this get me down. Like, thank you, guys. And honestly, just kind of fanning the flames. Like, I, I think Selena was wrong for that. Yeah, she is wrong and for I that. And I love my queen. She is wrong for that. Um, it's
1: very Morgan Evans. <laughs> victim mentality. Okay, got it. So nothing burger. Thank you. Nothing burger. Something burger. Selena Gomez is opening up about gaining weight due to her lupus medication. She says, I'm not a model and I never will be. In a clip from a recent TikTok live stream that's since been shared on Twitter, the 30-year-old singer and actress told fans that her taking the medication for lupus often causes her to gain weight and vice versa. When I'm taking it, I tend to hold a lot of water weight and that happens very normally. When I'm off of it, I tend to lose weight. I just wanted to say and encourage anyone out there who feels any sort of shame for exactly what they're going through and no one knows the real story. But I just want people to know that you're beautiful and you're wonderful. Yeah, we have days where maybe we feel like shit, but I would rather be healthy and take care of myself. My medications are important. I believe that that's what helps me. She said, I'm not a model, never will be. And I think they're awesome, mind you. I'm just definitely not that. I just wanted to tell you I love you guys and thanks for supporting me and understanding. And if not, go away, because honestly, I don't believe in shaming people for their bodies or anything. So what she's saying is... Who says, who says you're not perfect? Who says you're not worth it? Who says you're the only one who's hurting? Trust me, that's the price of beauty. Who says you're not pretty? Who
0: says you're not beautiful? Who says? Consistent queen. Like she's always been, she's been saying it. She's
1: been saying it. She will be saying it. I also appreciate her just
0: laying it out there. I know. You know? Yeah. Like, I think this is like the third time, like this year, she's had to just acknowledge the fact that she looks different. And I just don't really understand what it is with people on the internet. I'm not even just saying, like, as it pertains to Selena, just like in general. We are obsessed with people's weight. Like, it is so weird and it's so illusory. Like, why? I don't know. I think,
1: I think for certain people, like it's just, you know, certain people you're just obsessed with. So you just care about everything about them.
0: I know. But like, even with celebrities, like celebrities are entitled to like keep parts of themselves to themselves. So like the fact that Selena has to get on here and explain like, oh, I'm a little puffier because I have to take this medication. Like keep that to yourself. Like w- w- you look beautiful, you know? Yeah. It's so moronic. Yeah. But I'm glad it's not, she's not
1: letting it like take her down. I feel like all of that could be so damaging enough to make you want to stop taking the medication because it's
0: like. Right. Right.
1: So she's keeping on in her journey and she's blocking out the haters. I have mad respect for that.
0: I do too. And just like being really
1: direct. Yeah.
0: Direct to consumer. Even Even though she doesn't owe people that, like that's my point. You know, like I appreciate the directness, but I'm like annoyed that she even had to be that direct.
1: That's what we were saying when she was after the Golden Globes being like, I really like what she said. Like on the one hand, it makes me happy the way that she's approached it. But on the other hand, it makes me sad that she had to approach it. Okay, our next story is actually some really sad news. Bruce Willis's family has um, announced his diagnosis. They say it's a relief to finally have a clear diagnosis of his condition. In a Thursday statement, the actor's wife, his ex, Demi Moore, and his daughters all posted an update about Bruce's health on Instagram alongside a photo of him smiling on a beach. They announced that um, his diagnosis is that he has frontotemporal dementia, which is painful for Bruce's family, but it is finally relief to have a clear diagnosis. Earlier in the statement, the women said that since March, they announced the aphasia diagnosis, um, but the condition has progressed since then, and now they have an answer in the form
0: of FTD.
1: Uh, so sad. So sad. They I feel said, like we
0: just reported, like a few, maybe like a year ago now, yeah. that he had been like struggling with his health. I think maybe it was pa- Parkinson's or cancer or... No, a- aphasia aphasia. Um, and it's just like a like a laundry list. It's so sad. It's also dementia's like such I mean all diseases are terrible, but like dementia is a really, really hard one. Yeah. To like see someone you love just like wither away mentally. It's so sad. Yeah.
1: Which has, I think, been really hard for his loved ones, but they're all like speaking out together mm-hmm. and have each other. And I think they really they only announced this yesterday, but have been really overwhelmed by all of the support. He's such a beloved actor and person in mm-hmm. Hollywood like I think by people in the industry and also his fans yeah. that um there would obviously be nothing but support for him but
0: it's just really sad. It is so sad and like I feel like he's known for like you know his action movies and being like a big strong guy and like this is so you know the antithesis of that so like we should all just remember him as that guy because... I I don't I don't know if the public will ever see him again, but I'm his, sure he looks so different. He's retired now. Um, yeah, they, like
1: he retired last year because the diagnosis means that he has issues with his communication and um, is not able to work. But they're hoping that sharing this news with, will help others raise awareness about important issues that people
0: might yeah. be suffering in public or in private. It's so sad, honestly. Like. Not that that it's, like, a competition, but there's really no worse disease than dementia. Yeah.
1: It's just really hard for the loved ones.
0: Right, right. It's always hard to see, like, someone you love going through an illness, but, like, there's something different about dementia. Like, it's so, like, you're, like, the person you love most in this world is, like, forgetting who you are.
1: Yeah. They're just, and they're not there But they're there. Right. They're
0: physically there, but they're not even at all mentally there. It's really difficult. Yeah. So that was really sad news from yesterday. Um, That is sad. A great legacy he leaves behind. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Are you ready for our next story? You seem like you have something to say. I do. Thank you so much for noticing my shift in body language. I am ready for the next story. (laughs) If it is the story that's brought to you by Legacy Box, is that perchance what's going on here? You know
1: what? Legacy Box is a
0: perfect sponsor for this next story. Think of the time and money your family has invested in capturing family vacations, football games, birthdays, your wedding. Recording a lifetime of memories was a commitment, and camcorders cost thousands of dollars. Those tapes were expensive. Cameras required film. So Legacy Box exists to preserve your family's recorded moments digitally and ensure that they're safe forever. So Legacy Box is the easiest and safest way to preserve your family memories. Legacy Box is the best way to preserve your past. It is simple. It is safe. They have thought of everything. It is a mail-in solution for converting your memories to DVD, a thumb drive, the cloud. They're bringing your memories to the 21st century. Over a million families, ours included, have done Legacy Box. All of their... Um, all of your memories are going to be personally digitized in the USA. If you've got it, they can digitize it so they can do VHS tapes, but maybe you're a little bit older. You got a super eight film reel, whatever you're got there, whatever you got, they're going to make your memories shareable. Legacy box is by far the company I get the most DMS about being like, what was the legacy box code? So make sure to use the code. You can send it in when you're ready. You don't have to do it immediately, but. You owe it to your family to safeguard your memories. Don't let your photos continue to fade. Don't become your family's hero and save them before it's too late. Buy a Legacy Box today. Visit LegacyBox.com slash toast to shop this exclusive offer. That's LegacyBox.com slash toast. LegacyBox.com slash T-O-A-S-T. Thank you, Legacy Box, for sponsoring Friday's episode. Legacy Box is a perfect sponsor, um...
1: For our next story because it's all about Paris Hilton she's on the cover of Harper's Bazaar mm. this month and she is dropping the act as the headline says so it's her memoirs coming out this month oh right she just had her baby boy and she is giving her real self her real self is giving an interview to Harper's Bazaar obviously over the years it's been well documented and she's acknowledged you know there's the Paris, persona, public Paris and private Paris, and I think over the past few years, those walls are really coming down for her. It started with her documentary and just like opening up a piece of herself that she never thought she would, and then the response from all of that has just been, I think, really validating for her and find, and get garnering her the respect that she's always deserved in the industry. Mm-hmm. So she is talking about life now, life then, her journey, and I. It was a really great interview, and it, I'm like so fucking excited to read her book.
0: Yeah no I also love that she just owns the fact that like very much like her front forward facing persona is not her and I think a lot of people like because we're so critical of celebrities would be like she's so inauthentic but like I love I think the fact that she like owns that this is very much like a character she plays makes her so authentic. Yeah
1: there's one part of the interview that was so funny she talked about how she like sings her son lullaby she Mm -hmm. likes to sing twinkle twinkle little star as well as stars are blind but of course she clarified
0: the acoustic version. (laughs) Of course, of course, she's so iconic, and I cannot wait. I'm dying to know what her baby's name is. Maximilian. It's not Maximilian Hilton Room. Maximilian is like far too normal of a name.
1: But her, uh, no, I guess her name is unique. Yeah. And her family names—they are not like names that they invented. I guess Nicole is pretty. Yeah, Nikki's pretty regular. Regular, but like Baron Connor. Yeah. Conrad. Conrad,
0: Maximilian. They kind of go old school too. They're a little all over the place.
1: Yeah, they take it back.
0: Yeah, but Paris is like so different. Like how could she not have been famous with a name like that?
1: And her husband's name is Carter. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, like some celebrity baby names, it's like Rihanna's. I could never guess it if I tried. Yeah. And I feel like Paris and Carter's like is attainable. I know. I feel like it's
0: right in front of us too. It exists.
1: What is it? I don't know. I, that's one that like I, I'm excited to find out. Some celebrities like I like I'm really okay if you never tell me your baby name. I had even made peace with Kylie's baby. What's the name? Air. Oh yeah, I literally forgot. <laughs> um, but no. So in the interview, she's stripped down, Paris, mom, Paris. You know, real a uh, deep voice, Paris. And mm-hmm. I wonder now if she's going to stay this way. Like, I don't know if this was just like, she took the mask off for the interview. There was something in the interview that just like gave me the vibe that it's like a new era for her where we will be, Consistently getting the real powers because I feel like she feels as though the world finally deserves it. I think back and in they two, finally understand her. It back in two thousand and five, like the way that they spoke about her. They yeah. cited like the Sarah Silverman jokes that were made and like the David Letterman when he made her like cry during an interview. Like, yeah. why would she ever have given a piece of herself over to the right. world? But I think since the response to her documentary, she feels seen and heard yeah. and like open to the idea of just being herself but like it's also her business is to be that girly girl so I know I don't know if she could ever really let her go and or should
0: she she, or even if she should but also maybe it's just something she doesn't want to keep up like now that she's a mom like your whole perspective changes and like maybe she wants to be like the real Paris like she's
1: still gonna DJ and yeah how would you be like you know like an open authentic DJ you just like play a part it's a good point it's
0: a really good point
1: so I feel like she'll still she'll go in and out but I, I think this is heralding an era where we will get more of the real Paris like I would love to see more yeah. of the real her like on her Instagram you know like just yeah like yeah popping on so stories, curated being yeah. like, hey guys baby Maximilian didn't sleep last night right feeling Authentic tired Paris
0: yeah feeling tired hashtag tired
1: So anyways, it's a really great interview. Photos are gorgeous. And
0: the magazines
1: are are having a moment this month. Yeah, I I had to check my calendar. I was like, is it September? Because they're bringing out the big guns.
0: Yeah, they are. They're kind of killing it. And who's
1: on the cover of American Vogue this month? I don't know. Let's find out.
0: American Vogue. Has it come out yet? Maybe not erica badu the second coming of erica badu i think it's badu
1: badu sorry um
0: yeah it's right. definitely like it's definitely like a moment for print
1: it's a moment for print i love that for them me we too love the i mean they
0: industry they haven't had a moment in many years the print is dying not since
1: the not september 2017 Amen, sis. My edition. Oh my god! Speaking of today's my anniversary, I already knew that. I'm not remembering right now. Zach and I were like, we were talking about it this morning in bed. We were like, four years, baby. Yes, sleep together? We sleep together. Actually, Harry slept with us for a little last night, which never happens. Aww. It was so special. Mommy's neck is extra broken, but it was worth How did he fall asleep? So he woke up at 4.30, and that's, like, unusual for him. And he just, like, did not want to – he didn't have a, a poop. We checked everything. He just, like, didn't want to go back to sleep in his crib. So he kept falling asleep, and I would put him in his crib sleeping. And like a zombie, he starts crawling oh, up
0: my God. to stand.
1: He was so craving was, his mama. He was craving his mama. So eventually, after like two hours of like this, that, this, that, I have I helped him fall asleep, and then I just brought him into my bed so that he would never like, you know, get
0: signal to the, that he was in the that crib. That is so heavenly. That's my dream. It was really, really
1: sweet. A great way to celebrate the anniversary. A hundred percent. It was really oh, cute. I would love that. Yeah. Um, what were, oh, so happy anniversary to me. Four happy years, anniversary.
0: Four years strong. Wow, that is so long.
1: I know, right?
0: Yeah. But you've
1: been married like 20 years.
0: Yeah, it's 75.
1: <laughs> when did you get married? 2017. September will be my sixth. Okay. So like five and a half, I guess. That's pretty nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Being married is pretty cool. Yeah, I highly recommend Speaking of someone who was married, our fifth and final story is a little familial drama that makes me sad. Mm. But Priscilla Presley and Riley Keough are not talking amid the battle over Lisa Marie's estate. Oh, no. It has been a very tense... Wait,
0: Priscilla is Elvis's ex-wife? Yes. Lisa was the daughter. Riley is Lisa's daughter. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to double check. As we stated,
1: Lisa Marie's will was being contested by Priscilla because, you know, there was some forlorn business manager but the way it shook out was that uh Riley was the sole right executor right whatever, um because her brother has passed it was meant to be Riley and Benjamin so Priscilla they're not now not talking about it because we said it's it's weird that she's contesting like Riley's role like it's that's just like yeah that's just not Harmonious. It's a little acrimonious, right. so we didn't know what was going on. But now, apparently, it's been a very tense and heartbreaking few weeks for Riley Keough and Priscilla Presley amid their battle over Lisa Marie's estate. An insider close to the family told Entertainment Tonight that the grandmother and granddaughter duo are no longer on speaking terms due to Priscilla's decision to contest her daughter's will. Well, Damn. Riley has been mourning the loss of her mother and is heartbroken to have to deal with a trust dispute with a family member. Priscilla yeah. is adamant that she has a valid case and that she will prevail in court. Riley and Priscilla aren't communicating at this time, but have been in communication through lawyers. Yikes, that's so sad. So sad. And oh I God. understand, like, both women's sides, you know, because if Priscilla feels I understand
0: like, Riley's more. I understand...
1: I that's what I was gonna say I understand Riley's more but I do understand Priscilla's if she feels as though like her daughter's will is not her intent and and because there was that like shady business manager maybe there is something you know weird that happened but at the end of the day it just makes Riley
0: the executor like it's not right that's not that bad right. Right. I've been seeing Riley a lot because they've started to promote um, the trailer and the song for Daisy Jones and the Six. And I have to say, everything I've seen, I'm extremely unimpressed.
1: No, I and I don't even like the book. So I liked the book and I think the show like doesn't look it. I don't I probably won't watch it because even the trailer, like I can't believe I like the book. This looks like a book I wouldn't like.
0: I think everyone was miscast. I think, except Suki Waterhouse, like is so perfect. And but I think Camilla the main Marone. guy, Camila was yeah. Not I think the main guy. I think Riley Keough. I think they're all miscast. I do think Riley Keough was a miscast. So I, I also hated the book with the intensity of Ten Thousand Sons. And I know I'm like the only person. Everyone's like, you didn't like Tizzy Jones in the Sex, hated. Um, so I will certainly not be watching. So I don't care. I'm not. I'm not even feeling like let down. You know, I thought maybe if it looked good, maybe I'd watch it. But no. Yeah. I'm sure it will be good because the story of the book was good
1: and Mm -hmm. all that jazz, but it's just like the era, the time and place, like, because it's based on like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. It
0: just does nothing for me. Like the 60s vibe, 70s or whatever it is. Yeah. Like whatever that. Groovy. Groovy. I guess. Yeah.
1: I'm not very groovy.
0: No, you're not like when I think of like the bell bottom hippie, you know, round glasses, I do not think of you. And I don't think of you. No, for you, I definitely think of like like the 50s, like, you know, women in like teacup dresses and like bobs, very Brie and de camp. That's what I that's the decade I think of when I think of you. That's so sweet. And when I think of you, I think of Gen Z and how you oh. are really the face of Gen Z. She's just flattering me, you guys, before the weekend. She wants to butter me up so I'll come down on her staycation. When I think of you, I think of the Renaissance. That's mean. Because you're presence has been enlightenment to all when I think of the renaissance I just think of like honestly exclusively ugly people
1: (laughs) I know you think of
0: like chubby women yeah I don't think there was like a beautiful and that's not I'm not piggybacking off of what you're saying because you could be chubby and beautiful and starting a new sentence (laughs) I just think Like, I don't think there was one beautiful person alive during the Renaissance. I don't know. I have no proof. I just, I've seen pictures and everyone is ugly. Like, I just, it's, it, and I think the Renaissance was a time of, like, great, you know, prosperity. But for me, I think of the Renaissance as, like, dilapidated broke down like I don't know why well maybe it's an interesting theory
1: but maybe they were so ugly because they were working like on their insides and like you know thinking about things art and
0: literature art, literature
1: like not beauty and looks even though like art encompasses beauty too but yeah let that set that aside we're just
0: like such like gallery girls right now we are oh my gosh <laughs> talking about the renaissance I know it's reminding me of my book Oh, sorry. We could change the subject. All right. Well, that is our show, our final show of the week. We are back on Tuesday. Hope everyone has a great long holiday weekend. Thank you so much for listening to The Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Box, all the places where you listen to podcasts, find us, The Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye. Love you. Bye.